Thanks for joining us on Couch Guy Hollywood here with the latest and greatest movie news in Hollywood. It's Coop. I'm back. I've been gone a week and I'm here with Nick. What's up, everyone? How are you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing without me yesterday? Or last the week? The entire week? The entire week. I don't know. It's pretty sad. I know. I had a lot of <laughs> um, No, it's pretty good. What have you been up to? Nothing really. So I had that really busy week the week before. So um, I'm kind of taking this week as more of like a... Just kind of relaxing and just trying to get back into the swing of things. Yeah. I have a lot of projects coming up and I have to work on um, like my really big film that I'm working on, yeah, the intermediate yeah. film that I've been talking about. Mm-hmm. So I'm working on the script for that, trying to finalize my ideas. I have a couple different films um, that I'm trying to figure out which one I want to develop more. So yeah. it's a lot. Lines and stuff. Yeah, fun yeah. stuff, though. Yeah, man. Sweet, sweet. What about you other than uh, you leaving? I don't know. I'm getting back. We're, we're kind of doing more run-throughs with our play right now, the play that I'm doing, and uh, so we're just, we're getting through the swing of that, and always getting through the swing of things, doing a lot of writing, and finally finished a pilot that I was writing, and nice. yeah, that's going, I mean, sounds we familiar, writing. yeah, I mean, it so. sounds familiar, you, you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, so we got, uh, to whoever's listening, we've got a little different thing going on today, we got our special guest, Michael Semino, actor, hi, how's it going, how you doing today? Doing great. Thank doing you great. for doing this. No <laughs> problem. We're I'm, super excited. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited too. It's gonna be fun. Um, tell us about yourself. Tell us. Uh, tell us what you got into. The, why you got into this industry and everything. Um, so, it's actually a funny story. My how I got into acting was I always loved to sing as like a kid. I ever since I was I can remember I always wanted to be a rock star, quote unquote. You know. <laughs> and uh, my neighbor she used to babysit me and take me to church on Sundays or whenever she would take me and uh, there was a lady at my church that was like hey I know Michael likes to sing would he want to like try an acting class that I'm starting to do and ever since then I've just like kind of fallen in love with it I was like eight years old when that happened and now we're here you know yeah it's crazy yeah yeah that's awesome man uh, I'm was it always acting like once you got to that was it always that? um well I I still want to like pursue pursue music like that's that's definitely like something I really want to venture into but it's it's a whole nother field and like so far I've just been applying most of my energy towards acting I feel like when you focus on one thing first instead of like a whole bunch of things at the same time it's way easier to exactly. accomplish so yeah. yeah yeah what kind of acting do you like to do dramatic comedic um I mean kind of a little bit of everything like I feel like as an actor you need to be flexible and like really embody a whole bunch of different types of characters and so that's what I try to do in my work like so far I've booked more comedy stuff if that says anything about yeah. my work but <laughs> yeah like I've booked more comedy stuff and like I'm starting to get more into the drama side of things but I still have like most of my work is like still comedy stuff mm-hmm. nice man nice um, <clears throat> uh, are, are you in a lot of acting classes or do you, do you go to school or have you done acting in school or anything like that um so, I don't go to school. I don't go to high or high school. I don't go to college. And um, good choice. Yeah, I don't go to college. <laughs> Didn't have money for it. But um, in middle school, I used to do like plays at school because I I used to have like a really big thing for theater and like musical theater and stuff like that. But once I got to a certain age, I just decided like it was I was kind of like hitting a crossing roads. It was like I either keep going to school and keep living in Vegas and keep doing my thing out there or I go into online school and I really take this seriously and so that's what I decided to do like I went into online school in 
eighth grade, and um, never looked back since then. Yeah. Yeah. What did your family think about that? Um, it was really tough convincing my mom as like a little kid. Like I yeah. remember my mom was driving me to my friend's house and she started crying in the car. Cause <laughs> I was like, mom, like, I don't want to go to school anymore. She's like, I just don't want you to be a loser. Oh my God. But now here we are. So. so there was a lot of support in the end. Um, yeah, yeah, more or less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great, man. That's great. Um, now the nerd in me really quick. What kind of uh, shows do you go performing? Um, so, okay. Productions, I should ask. I've done... I've done a, a Nickelodeon project called Hopefuls. Okay. We I did the pilot presentation and the pilot. That was like my first, like kind of like gig that was like pretty decent. Mm-hmm. I did like a few shorts as like most people do when they're getting started. Um, a few co-star roles in like a Disney thing and uh, a show called Training Day. Mm, yeah. And then from from there, I didn't book anything for like a long time. I didn't book anything for like a year. Like basically nothing, just dead. Then Annabelle hit, really like it just popped off. I got Annabelle and then a few months later I got this this movie Centurion that I just filmed in uh, in Napa. Oh, and, yeah. and that was really, really fun. It was like about like dancing horses. It was pretty interesting. <laughs> and so then yeah like that's that's basically all i've done so far and it's you know it's just like about building blocks you know you have to go through the whole, the whole you got to climb the mountain you know <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just exactly. takes, it takes a while and then there's more mountain yes yes a continuous climb yeah uh, did you have you said dancing horses were there actual horses yes did yes you have to learn how to ride any um no because my character didn't ride any horses unfortunately unfortunately but it was it was so much fun like working with animals i feel like there's a vulnerability that you have with animals that you don't have with people because like with animals, they don't judge you. You know, they're just like, mm. they're just there. They're just there to like accept your emotion. But like people, they fight that. And so I feel like there's something really interesting about working with animals for yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. What, um, I want to take it back just a bit. So you, I think what a lot of people trying to get into this business, my, myself as well, always have the question, you know, where do I find that agent? Where do I get that manager? How do I do this? How do I do that? What What was that experience like for you? Um, well, for me, I I was singing in a subway, and this guy walked past me. He was like, "Hey, you're really good. Let's uh, let's talk." And I was like, "Okay." He came to my acting class. Like he followed me, my acting teacher, to my acting class, and he just was like, "You know, I I used to manage a whole bunch of people, like Big Time Rush." And I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." <laughs> and um, then. We, I started taking his class. He was a really great teacher, and he started to manage me for a while. And um, he recommended me to an agent, and from there, um, he got he got sick, and so he was like, "Listen, I'm gonna stop managing people." And then um, there was a casting director that I knew that kind of connected me with my new manager, and that's kind of like how I got my team together. And I, I, I love my team so much. They really helped me out a lot. But I feel like for every person, you're going to hear a completely different story. Like, mm-hmm. exactly. I guarantee you, no one else has singing in a subway how they met, <laughs> is how they met their first manager. That's No one's going to hear that. But the key to like getting a manager and getting an agent is really just putting yourself out there, making the connections, going to classes, you know, looking on IMDb. Look at people that are in your same, like, in your same category like as far as like age age group and stuff like that and look who manages them and then reach out to them on IMDb. Like 
get their emails, get their phone numbers, stuff like that. Like that's, I feel like that's the best way to do it, to submit yourself to agencies, submit a headshot resume, a reel. And you really just need to put something together that's really killer where they're like, okay, this kid has talent. I see something in this kid. Let's, let's, uh, let's give them a chance. So, yeah. And how long was it before you got, like, you got the agent or, you know, the manager, how long was it before you got work? Um, see, that's, that's the tough part is, um, (laughs) it could be 10 years. It could be one day. Exactly. Exactly. And like, I mean, I think it was George Clooney was acting for 30 years before he booked something like something, some ridiculous number. You never really get like, okay, it's, it's like a certain amount of time. Like for me, I started like pursuing this professionally when I was 13. I didn't book anything until I was like anything like substantial until I was 16. And then from then, from me being 16, my first big role, like not big role, but like a first role in a movie was when I was 18. And that's Annabelle. Annabelle, yes. And so that is like, you know, over a a course of like five to six years of like hard work and like really going to class very religiously, like. And it's not necessarily about just going to any class. You have to go to a class with someone that like really knows what they're doing and has results, have people that are in shows or they themselves are in a show and they're training other people. You really need to train with people that have results and have clients that are doing stuff. You can't just train with any Joe Schmo. Mm-hmm. I, at least that's how I feel about the situation like, yeah. as far as like training and stuff like that. Did, did that scare you? You know, just going in audition after audition for three years. I mean, even up till now, you know, finally getting the big break where, you know, you've got that whole gap and you said there was, you got some stuff and there was a whole year where you didn't get some stuff. What, what's that like? Did, do you, are you doubting yourself or you think you want to back off or what's No. Yeah. Like? Yeah. Like there's definitely like a lot of self doubt. Like as an actor, you need to be willing to accept the fact that you are going to be rejected so much. This is not an industry for people with light hearts. You are going to be rejected again and again and again. I've probably been on 500 auditions over my, my auditioning career, and I've only booked like six or seven jobs. So what does that say? It's really, really tough to get down to those points, and then you, know, you, you can get nervous, you can get whatever. The thing is, is that it's a learning process, and you need to not be afraid to fail. And... Even if you have a year of just being dry, you got to keep going. You got to keep going. Like after, um, after the Nick show that I did, I booked one show, which was Training Day, and then I think I did the Disney XD show. And then after that, I did. I literally it was a year. I there was a point in time where I didn't get a callback for six months. Six months I didn't get a single callback. And though like. In those times, there's a lot of people that are going to be like, you know what, screw this. Like, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm just going to pursue something else, like something that's easier, something that's more obtainable. This is definitely not obtainable, but like this is not the industry for people with light hearts. This is not the, the industry for people that are looking for obtainable. That's why actors get paid so much. That's why people, you know, they, they, these actors work so hard. It's because this is their craft. They love to do it, and like they will give anything that any amount of time any they won't put any excuse in front of their craft and it's like that's kind of like what it takes at least in my experience is like you know 
seeing people so, succeed. What would you say to someone um, who's like maybe in this similar situation, who's stuck in that, you know, they're, they keep, they're auditioning, 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 and they're not getting anything, and they're kind of in that mindset of nothing is going to, like, you know, like that, like you kind of build yourself to the mindset of, well, this isn't ever going to happen. What would you say to someone that's kind of going through that? Well, it depends. It depends, like, what, what kind of situation they're in. Like, are you training? Like, who are you training with? Do you have, maybe switch up the representation, switch up the headshots, you know? Like, there's so many variables, and, like, the best thing to do when you're stuck in a place is change. Change something up. But, obviously, you can't change everything right away. You can't change it too much because then you're never going to get any results because you don't know. <laughs> right. If you change everything all the time, you're never going to know what works. You need to... Change it and then see if it works. Give it a few months and then if it doesn't work, then you change it again. And that's that's what it is. It's like being willing to to fail. Yeah, that's like that's the only way to succeed is just being willing to fail and learning from your failures. So, is there um like for you you know to make yourself keep going? Is there anyone that you look up to that kind of like makes you want to that makes you be like I want to be there. Or I want to like be that person and just by keep pushing yourself. Is there anyone that you can think of? Um, there's not like a, a specific person that I look up to where it's like, yes, like I want to be like that person. But there is people in my life that have driven me to work harder. Like my old coach, uh, Billy Huffsey, he has driven me. Like he was such a driven man. I've never met such a talented person. He could. He was a world class boxer, a <laughs> dancer, a singer, an actor. Like incredible this man wow. did everything he he flew planes like this guy <laughs> knew how to do everything in and a half and so when you look at someone like that growing up you're just like well why am i not working that hard and that's kind of like the mindset you need to be in it's like okay if you could always do more yeah and ultimately the person that's going to get the role is the person that does the most and wants it the most because if you want something more than anyone else you will put it in front of you so far in front of you that like nothing else matters it's like okay i have to i don't know like cook dinner tonight or what i don't know just like you put other stupid stuff behind you and you just focus on the ultimate goal has there ever been a time um in auditioning stuff where you're not where you haven't maybe given it to your all oh yeah yeah oh yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. like there's definitely auditions where I go to and they're, you know, I, I bomb it. And like, that's totally fine. Every actor bombs auditions. Every single actor I've ever met, they will always say, yeah, I've, I've bombed auditions. It's like a comedian. You can't be Jerry Seinfeld until you bomb a hundred times. Yes. Right. Exactly. You gotta get to a hundred times before you can get the one. You exactly. Know? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we already kind of talked about it, but you're in the big summer blockbuster, Annabelle Comes Home, uh, <laughs> and that's part of the Conjuring universe, and it hits theaters this Tuesday on June 25th. Everybody go check it out. Uh, what's it like stepping in you know, on set and being one of the new guys with uh, you know, some of the returning cast members, like Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson, to name a few, you know, who've been in this universe for quite a while now? It's, it's honestly such a blessing. You know, like being able to work with such talented people like Madison, McKenna, Katie, Vera Farmiga, and, and Patrick Wilson, they're, they're all such amazingly talented people. And even though this is Gary's directorial debut, yeah. he freaking killed it. Like, <laughs> these are all super talented people. And to be able to work with talented people really, like, has helped me improve my craft so much. And, like, 
honestly just such a blessing to work with such amazing human beings and amazing artists as well yeah yeah um so it is yeah gary's so it's his directorial debut i wasn't sure um he's a great writer i mean he did what it he did the nun he's done the past annabelle's what um did he got it right here did uh did he give you any knowledge or did he help you work better you know in the movie is there something he gave to you that helped you moving forward or even just by like watching him i don't know if there's anything you've you saw by watching the way he was no yeah directing um i mean i feel like gary is a man of few words but like he's so funny and <laughs> the, the thing is is that gary's vibe is just very chill like he, he wants everyone to just be happy and like love what they're doing and so i feel like his his the thing that he taught me the most is just like enjoy yourself you know like this isn't art if you're not having fun while you're up there acting or like doing your thing then you're doing it wrong this is an art and you really should be enjoying yourself like working with gary he was like you know what throw in a line here let's like just like nice. do let's just try something and that's like as a writer it's crazy that he's a writer and director and he's not married to his words mm. and it, it was great to be able to work with someone that's just really in in it for the love of the craft it was great that's freaking awesome. Uh, did you know about the uh, Conjuring before you got the part? Like, did you ever see it? Okay. You've seen, you've seen <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. We all yeah. went and saw those movies. Uh, did you do any, like, background work? A lot of actors do a little background work. Some do. I mean, some don't. The better ones do. Did, did you happen to do any um, do any background work on the character, if you had to? Um, or any studying you did to step into the, the role? Yeah, I the world? definitely watched all of the other Annabelles and, like... <laughs> All of the conjurings and like I was really just trying to get myself prepared for this role and like really understand the vibe that they're trying to set for the film. And so like watching Gary's other work, like it and everything like that. Like I was just really trying to understand the vibe that he was trying to set for this film. Yeah. Awesome. Um did um <clears throat> let's see. Uh... How about just like what the like I'm curious about like what the set's like. So I've never been on like, as myself, I've never been on like a professional um, set. So I would like, you know, like I know that like for us, like when we're doing stuff, there's a lot of joking around that happens. What was it? Was there anything that was like, that like stands out that has like maybe happened on set that was like, this is something that like I got to tell or like something that's like been like the funniest thing ever kind of. No. Yeah. Like. You know, Gary was a super big guy on pranks. He would prank <laughs> all of us all the time. Like there was, there was this one time they had a shot where they took off the roof off the set, mm -hmm. and they're following Madison down this hallway, and she like has to like go and like try to open this door with all her might, right? And so when she got down the hallway, they had McKenna placed in the room, and she just like opened the door. She's like, "What do you want?" And she, <laughs> Madison fell on the floor, and like she was all in character, you know, like crying, screaming, and like. Right so funny like and that's always what he was about he was always just about like having a good time having fun and that's just kind of what it was that's really um cool. tell us a bit about your character what um yeah um well so bob is this kind of like goofy lovable kid that's just like totally head over heels for mary ellen which is like madison iceman's character okay um he just has the best intentions in the world you know he's such a, like a pure honest guy and i feel like that really comes across on on uh on screen and i 
I, I, I can't. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to ruin it. Don't want to say. I don't want to ruin it. Yeah. Nice guys never. Win. <laughs> nice guys never win. That's all I'm. That's all I'm thinking right now. Um, what was the audition process like for uh, for this character or for this movie? Um, honestly, it wasn't too bad. The audition process for this one was definitely not as bad as others. I went in for my first audition. It went really well, and then I got a callback. And so. What happened was, is I had, um, I was driving to, um, to the audition. I had a blowout and my phone died oh and I had this gosh. old car. I had no lo- like tire lugs, whatever, <laughs> like or, um, tire iron. Yeah. So I couldn't take off my tire and I was like stuck on the side of the road. I had to walk to an auto zone and I was like an hour late. Wow. And so I got there and I was like, listen, I just need five minutes. And they're like, okay. So I sat in the room and I really just like, was like, giving myself the biggest pep talk in the world. I was like, I'm not going to let myself, I'm not going to let myself get in front of me. You know, like I'm not going to get in in front of my own way. So I just really like calmed myself down and I was like, all right, I'm ready to go in. I I did my thing. And then I think it was the next day I was driving back from Santa Monica. I had another audition and they called me. They're like, Hey, um, Gary, the director wants to have a meeting with you. And I was just like, crying bro like <laughs> crying i was like yeah. no way gary what's up a meeting with me and that's like that's where it started man like i have a picture of the car that i was driving a 1991 toyota cressida in the oh, park in like in the parking spot that says annabelle three on the warner brothers lot and that wow. was like it's it's so it's so crazy like where you can go with so much like so little you know yeah i admire that i it's, i don't think a lot of actors have that much you know character is not a lot that you know that that all that shit will happen to them and then they'll go in and say okay let's just i, I admire that i think that's great you know, thank just, you let's settle back and let's make this happen this is the one you know <laughs> yeah everyone's the one this is the one this, that's freaking great man um were there any lessons you learned or something you took away from your experience on this film um that'll help you moving forward in your career gosh so many lessons man like i, I think just really just working with Madison and Katie and McKenna and Gary, like working with all of them, watching how they work is incredible because they really take this so beyond seriously. And I I feel like it really showed me that you need to like to be on that level, be on the level of like, okay, I'm going to be a lead in a blockbuster. Like I got to, I got to be taking it that seriously. And so like now I apply that to, I try to apply it to every audition I go into. Obviously, there's auditions that I don't like and I don't I don't try as hard and that, that I feel like that's normal, but right. you know, try your best. Yeah. Are there any upcoming projects that we should look out for that you uh, that you might want to discuss? Uh, Only if you can. Only if you can. Well, Only if you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll keep it I'll keep it um, very vague, but there is a really great show that is Going to be filming in the middle of August. There should be an announcement next week, hopefully, after Annabelle comes out. And um, it's it's going to be a really big one. And it's it's going to hopefully change a lot of people's lives. The writers are great. Great, great, great writers. So You're hyping me up. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Tell me this. Is there a way you're going to approach this different from film? From the, a movie? You, so you just got off a movie. What's... Or two. Um, what's... Your approach to a television series any different? Um, for this one, I have a lot more prep time. It's like kind of more of an athletic, like you know, 
he he's like a, a jock so I, I have to gain weight I have to train I have to learn Spanish a little bit so I'm gonna need to really like hunker down and just prepare for it and then obviously this is um, it's gonna be a, a, a long running show like you know we're gonna be doing we're gonna be filming for like three four months probably Wow. And so when you when you do that and you have a different episode every week, you really need to try to develop the character arc over those 10 episodes. So it's like really like people can see like, oh, wow, he's changing in every single episode so that people can grow with you. you they can laugh with you. They can cry with you. But they really need to get connected to your character. And if you're one noted throughout the whole entire series, there's nowhere to go. And it's just like that in movies, except movies, it's like kind of easier to define, okay, this is where my character arc is going because you see front to back where the movie's gonna go. A series, they can change the episode like that. So it's kind of hard to develop a whole arc, but thankfully the writers are great, and so I'm like working very closely with them on that. Yeah. Yeah. So the premiere was the other night? Yes. What, what's that like? Is this, is this your first premiere? <laughs> Dude, yeah, it was my first premiere, and it was crazy, <laughs> it was so crazy. Yeah? Yeah, like, there was, I, I walked out of the theater, and there's was people. It? Was it here in LA? Yeah, it was here in LA in, in Westwood by UCLA. Oh, I've, I've been there. I'm on side of what Lego? Was it the Lego Two? Lego Two from here. Yeah, my girlfriend saw uh, Bright there, and she she okay. was yeah yeah. And it was crazy because like I'm just there, like I'm I'm just walking out of the theater, and there's people waiting right outside the theater, like like literally. Here's the door of like okay. Here's the screen. Here's the door, and then there's people all out here, right? All these people right here are just waiting to like take pictures with me. Like, I don't like, like Michael. Michael's like, how do you know my name? Yeah. Like, <laughs> take a picture with me. I have so many selfies with random people. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, and then like yeah. when you go outside, there's people asking for autographs and like, you know, they like screaming your name. It's nuts. Like I've never experienced such craziness, and like I'm, I feel so so grateful to just be part of like be able to live that experience it's nuts yeah yeah awesome man um what uh, we never really got to it but what um tell us a bit about the movie you know like what you saw you <laughs> yes, saw it last night i finally so, saw it last night yeah what'd you think dude it was honestly it was good it was good like i feel i feel like people are gonna love this movie like I, so. I feel like you can definitely laugh like you're definitely gonna laugh you might cry and you're definitely going to scream. Like <laughs> it's there's, I just think that everyone did such an amazing job as far as like cast and crew and everybody, like the shots are awesome. The lighting is yeah. awesome. The scares are great. And like the, the laughter really hits. And so I just really hope that like everyone really loves this movie. And I have a feeling that they will. Did you ever get to see the doll? Yes. I got to see the doll. Is it set? Curse? Is it curse? Yes, dude. The, the eyes follow you. The any scary, you. any scary oh. things happen on set, uh, other than the pranks? But um, anything, you know? Yeah, I mean, there was, they, there were so many scary things that were happening on set that they had to get it blessed. They actually got the set blessed. <laughs> no way. Yes, and I missed the set blessing, and I think it was the next day I tried to get onto set and I had a bloody nose and they wouldn't let me on the lot. Why? You know, just Curses. Annabelle shit. That's <laughs> crazy. That's what we were, that's what everyone on, on I was on saying it was funny, we actually were talking, we had heard that there was something about bloody noses that happened yeah. on set and we we're actually gonna but it happened to you, that's crazy. Yeah. Crazy, yeah, man. I definitely I I had like two or three bloody noses throughout the, the the process of filming Annabelle and it 
It was weird. So every so time weird. that happened, did, were you literally taken out, or was it just that once that they were like, no, sorry? No, well, so the first time I had the bloody nose, like, I was in the shower, and I was like, what the hell? Like, it was before I got to set. Yeah. And then I got to the lot, and then, like, I couldn't get onto the lot, and yeah. then, like, it, it wow. I don't know, it's just weird. Like, I, I had, like, a few bloody noses and, like, nightmares, like, weird nightmares I never had. Not about the doll or anything like that, but like just weird nightmares. Yeah. And um, yeah, like that was that was basically it. It was just weird. It's weird. I'll never forget. I was seeing. I was watching Conjuring Two, mm-hmm. like back whenever that movie came out. Yeah. I remember. I'm sitting there next to my friend, and remember when the the crooked man who who plays that guy? He's really tall. I don't know. Was, oh. Did, did you get to work with him? I don't, I don't know. know. I know who you're talking about. You know but I'm talking I don't about. know the actor. Dude, he name, comes but... out on the screen. I remember. I just flung my popcorn everywhere, <laughs> hit my friend in the face. Like I'm expecting the, that out of this movie. Well, I, I hope. I hope. I you can't get even get that. through the trailer. Man. I hope you get. Thank you. Thank serious, you so much. Like, serious. I I think ultimately, like this film is just so much fun. Like even if you're like not really into scary movies i feel like you'll go in this movie if you go with your friends if they convince you to go it's it's you're gonna have a great time it's a really fun film really really fun and i feel like it's super you're gonna have to convince bunny over here we already got tickets and she won't come she's come like on, I don't go. you gotta go you gotta for him. <laughs> come on it's 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 scary but like it's You'll you'll be happy that you went. You're not gonna have nightmares. Okay, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else from you, Nick? Um, oh gosh, I do have one question about. Uh, I was seeing, I was looking on um, on Instagram, seeing all the stories and everything from the um, premiere. Was there anything like? Because I know a lot of premieres they do like a, like random things with like the red carpet and stuff. Did they? I think I saw. Was there? Was the doll out on the red carpet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the and, doll like, a rocking was chair, right? Walking around or something. Oh gosh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, does it walk around? Oh, no, no, no. The doll does not walk around. I don't know. But she turns her head. She does turn her yeah, head. Yeah, she turns her head and like, oof. And the eyes. Gosh. She smiles. <laughs> but um, no, like, was they had the doll. Was there anything cool, though? Huh? Was there anything else that was cool on set? Um, or on, sorry, not on set. No, no, no yeah. My I bad. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I knew what you meant. Um, <laughs> they had the, the doll and they had like a whole bunch of like pictures and stuff like that. The rap party was pretty cool. They had like, um, oh gosh, I can't say the characters because it would ruin the movie. But they had um, they had like a few of the characters who shall remain unnamed. Will all right, yeah. well, random name. <laughs> but like their their costumes and stuff like that. In, oh, that's really cool. In like the the after party area, so that was cool. Um, I do have a question. So I actually I was invited <coughs> to the um, uh, it was an early showing for. Uh, La Girona a couple months back mm-hmm. and they all afterwards they showed us the conjuring house like that's I don't know if it's on the lot or if it's somewhere near did they ever bring you there I don't know they might not have but there was a specific ha- there was like the original like conjuring house that they were like showing did they ever like do that just to kind of like show you guys or was that something they didn't really I have show? a feeling that they did it was I think it was during our EPKs that they oh. they brought us inside the like this, like one of the barns yeah. from the Originally, original Conjuring House. I I feel like they did that, but gosh, I can't remember. I really can't remember. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was just curious because I I don't know. I never got to do it. Actually, it was very sad. I saw other people do it. I um I I showed up and they were like, oh yeah, we're not we're only accepting like critics tonight. Like there was a lot more critics that ended up showing up, so I got I got kicked out unfortunately. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. It was cool though. I got to hear about the experience and it was it was pretty sweet. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I know you already kind of. 
went over it uh, back at the beginning, but you know, are, any advice you want to give to young actors coming up? Oh yeah, for sure. Like, just remember to train with the right people. Like, really do your research and know that training is not cheap. You're probably gonna need to get a job. Like, I worked a night job and then during the day I would audition, and then my days off I would just go to acting class. That was it. I worked, I worked Tuesday, uh, no Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I only went to class on Monday and Wednesday. And I worked nights. So I worked from 8 o'clock till 3 in the morning. Wow. And then I would go and audition. And that's what I did. So, like, when I met Gary, he um, he actually used to work at a bar. Like, because I, I was working at this place called Saddle Ranch. I was the bull operator. <laughs> <Okay>. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, that's awesome. Gary really sympathized with my story. He was like, dude, that sucks. I was yeah. like, I know it sucks. But really just remember, classes are not cheap. But you will need to put, if you really want to pursue this, be prepared to cry. Be prepared to work your freaking ass off work harder than you've ever had to work work on four hours of sleep like it's it's just it's tough like this is not an easy industry to get into but it's really about making the right connections being a nice person and like never giving up on yourself because ultimately the only person that you can like that can believe in you more than anyone else is yourself but you know really be be realistic don't expect like your first gig to be like oh i was working as an extra and then they decided to cast me as a series regular because <laughs> usually that doesn't happen yes people do win the lottery but it, it's very rare it's very far in between so people do get caught singing in the subway yes yes they <laughs> anything do. can happen yes anything, anything happen. can happen you know like and it wasn't even like i don't know man it's, it's just it takes time a lot of people think that's thinks think that this is like a instant industry right. and yes it does change in an instant instant geez if i could talk <laughs> yes it does change in an instant but you don't really see all the work that they've put leading up to this i have worked for six no i have worked for almost 10 years leading up to this moment if you think about it like that yeah so realistically you really need to have so much time and you need to put in so much effort and I feel like people don't realize that. There is people that are instant successes. There is people that are lucky. There are people that are just naturally gifted and talented. I was not one of those people. I could not memorize two pages to save my life. Now I can memorize a script after reading it two or three times. It just takes a lot of practice and like reading the newspaper out loud to your mom and then having her like you read it three times and you give it to her and then you read you say off your memory and see how much you got like that kind of stuff it really helps it really really helps and just stay focused stay focused we're really freaking excited for you man thank this you is, this man. is yeah. awesome this thank is awesome. you so much we're super happy to have you here this was great um thank you again uh maybe after we get your little announce for the show we can maybe have you on after the show comes out yeah whatever the show may be Right, yes, exactly. yeah. super yes. excited for that as well. Um, yeah, and don't forget everybody who's listening. Michael Samino, he's playing Bob in Annabelle Comes Home. It's in theaters this Tuesday, June twenty fifth.